Hello, everyone, and welcome to Patriot Underground. Today is May 7th, 2023. Thank you so much for joining me, folks, to discover the truth beneath the surface. I really do appreciate everybody out there taking the time to listen. So I got my coffee right here, folks, and I'm cruising around. I thought I'd do a little coffee chat this morning. It's been a while, and I really love this format. I know that a lot of people out there in the audience enjoy the coffee chats as well. And by the way, if you're new to my channel, my coffee chats are kind of a break from all of the intel and analysis that you hear in my situation analysis reports, my interviews and such. It's just an opportunity to kind of reflect on where we are in this process of the Great Awakening. And the things that I talk about so often resonate with the audience in terms of their emotional state and the things that they've been through and the overall journey that it took for us to get here to come together and to start to build this digital family. And speaking of digital family, also wanted to announce really quickly that the second Patriot chat on Patron is going to be on May 20th from 8 p.m. to 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So if you're interested in uh, participating, go ahead and click the link in the description and become a patron. You can donate as little as a dollar, if that's all you can afford. But uh, hopefully folks will consider this as something that is worthwhile. It's an opportunity for all of us to come together to have informal conversations, to share our ideas. It's almost like a Patriot Roundtable, but without the pressure of recording. And the first Patriot chat that we had a couple of weeks ago was absolutely incredible. I'm anticipating that this one is going to be as well. And since then, there have been more people who have signed up to become patrons. So thank you and God bless each and every one of you. And just know that the contributions that you're making financially are truly helping me move in the direction of becoming a full-time podcaster so that I can dedicate all of my time and my energy and my focus to what is now essentially something that I do on the side. It's a started out, I guess you could say, as a form of therapy slash a hobby and then ultimately unbeknownst to me, I was going to develop this audience. And now that I have, it's really inspired me to try to move in the direction of doing this full time. And you guys are amazing. Your support, all of the support and the comments and the love that I get from the audience, it's not just about money because everybody knows who's been listening to me from the beginning. I mean, I was never motivated by money. This was never about me getting rich or anything along those lines, but certainly it sort of evolved into a process for me to try to take it in that direction. And that's really been because of all of you. It's been because of your reactions. I mean, I have an awful lot of information in my head. I have an awful lot of passion and love in my heart. But if nobody out there resonated with it and nobody out there took the time to listen, I guess certainly I wouldn't be dedicating all of my time and my free time um, to, to doing this. But uh, the fact of the matter is, is that all of you have had such a powerful impact on my life and you've continued to basically give me confirmations that this is the direction that God wants me to go. And um, so that's why you know, I, I've decided to do this on Patreon to give folks a little bit more incentive to become a patron. And uh, by the way, you also get first access to all of my new content. But uh, it's a great way for all of us to come together. So definitely consider it, folks. The community is continuing to grow. 
first chat we had about 12 people. I can imagine that this one will have at least that many. And uh, by the way, if you have a financial hardship, you can't afford to become a patron, to make a donation, just shoot me an email, patriotunderground2021 at gmail.com, and I'll be happy to include you in the conversation. But like I said, that first Patriot chat was just truly amazing. As a matter of fact, one of the listeners who was on the chat sent me an email the following day to tell me a little bit more about her story. And this has really been something that I've had to listen to it multiple times because it's, it's had such a profound effect on me. Everybody knows that in my own personal life, I've told the story many times about my background and what led me to do this was in essence, the, the sad fact that I couldn't red pill anyone in my life. I, I had done all this research and I had so much passion that I was trying to convey to everyone to get them to open their eyes and to see the truth. And I just continually, it was like smashing into a brick wall over and over and over again. And, you know, I can almost laugh about it now, even though it's not really funny, but I can look back on it now with a totally different perspective. Now that I've been introduced to all of you and I've connected with all of you and this podcast has really taken off and I have a vehicle to be able to communicate with like-minded people. Back then I didn't. And I recognize now that me deciding to share my thoughts about that was incredibly powerful to get so many people out there in the audience to feel a connection with my work. But this story really affected me because it, it highlighted so much about my own past and really my gratitude for what this journey has represented, not just for me personally, but for all of you. So this, this person was telling me that in essence, because of her own awakening, she had basically lost the relationship she had with her father. Not wholesale, it's not as if they weren't talking, but certainly there was a, um, a huge rift, a, a sense of estrangement, I think that all of us can relate to. We all have experienced it in some way or another, but that she was able to convince her father to listen to my podcast and, you know, didn't put any pressure on him or anything like that. Just say, Hey, go check out this guy, Patriot Underground and listen. And if it doesn't resonate, if you don't want to continue the process and learn more, then that's fine. And within a couple of weeks, he was red pilled. And he was asking her questions. Well, what does this mean? What does that mean? What does he mean by this and that? And she told me that my work was able to give her her father back. And when I heard that, I had a very emotional response. And um, what, what she did really was she made a recording for me and emailed it to me the day after the chat because this was kind of a personal element of her story that she wanted to, to share with me. And um, I was just, to say that I was blown away is uh, an understatement. And it made me realize how lucky she is. And not only that, how lucky I am to have been given this platform to be able to have that effect on people. And yet, all of my efforts in my own personal life to red pill my own family, to reconnect with my own parents, um, haven't been successful. 
up to this point. And if I'm being honest, and since I started doing the podcast, I've kind of distanced myself in a lot of ways from those types of conversations with my family. I haven't really tried to continually wake people up because I've been so focused on this podcast and I've been so focused on trying to you know, deliver high quality analysis for all of you that I've kind of put that on the back burner and just said, you know, it's really not in my hands anymore. You know, I've done everything that I can to try to wake them up. And uh, unfortunately, it just, uh, it hasn't worked. And by the way, they don't know, nobody in my personal life, other than my wife, knows that I do this podcast. You know, none of my friends know about it, my family, nobody. It's entirely anonymous. So who knows? Uh, maybe there's something to that. Maybe there's a, an element of you know, her father being able to listen to a, a voice that was one that he had no emotional connections to, no history with. Sometimes that's what it takes for people to kind of drop their defenses a little bit and to open up their mind. But it just blew me away to think about how my words and my analysis and my passion could reach her father, but it couldn't reach my parents. And uh, it brought back a lot of painful memories in a lot of ways. I mean, I have to say that um, as incredible as it was to read that and to, to listen to it, I mean, it did bring back a lot of those painful memories that I felt you know, in the beginning. And for those of you guys who have been around for a while and you've been listening to me, you know that in the beginning of my journey and uh, you know, the spring of 2021 and into that summer, most of my content had to do with, uh, certainly my coffee chat content had to do with uh, exactly what I'm talking about right now. Just this uh, venting of frustration of all of this, these pent up emotions that I just had to get out. And so much of it centered around the fact that I just couldn't seem to reach anyone and that nobody seemed to care about the truth. Nobody wanted to listen to a different perspective. And um, I think all of us can relate to that. You know, it's like when you're awake and you have your eyes open and you can finally see what's going on in the world and it becomes so clear to you, even though you know you can't prove it in the traditional sense, because obviously everything is built upon deception. The truth is constantly withheld from us. But, you know, as time has gone on, it's just like the more awake you are, the more obvious and clear it becomes that we live in a matrix, that we live in a completely captured evil world that of course we're breaking out of and we're liberating, but it just sem it seemed to me like it was just so obvious and all people would really need people that I love and care about was just to push in that direction to say, Hey, why don't you look at this? Why don't you consider that? Or why don't you maybe not take the jab? Why don't you wait and see what happens? Let somebody else be the guinea pig, you know? But no matter what I said, it would almost, it, not only did it not have any effect, it seemed to have the opposite effect. It seemed to make people in my life just double down more and more on this delusion. And at that point in time, I didn't understand as clearly as I do now the complexity of the programming and how deep it runs. And certainly, I think the older people get, without awakening. And I know that there are a lot of folks out there in my audience who are significantly older than I am. 
and you know, I have a tremendous amount of respect for people who have been awake for such a long time. And certainly for people who are a little bit older, but yet have been able to break free of the programming. And yet, you know, to me, it seems as if, you know, if you haven't been inclined to start asking some difficult questions, to start examining the reality of the world that you're presented with at a certain age, it gets harder and harder to break people out of these patterns. And, you know, my family is, you know, my parents are now in their eighties and I just think to myself, you know, it's, it's a prayer of mine. And I really hope that it's in God's plan, but, and and not, not so that I can be vindicated so much, but that my parents will open up their eyes and, and be awakened and accept the truth so that we can rebuild a bond that, um, it's still there because I do believe that love ultimately trumps everything. And despite the rifts that have happened in our own lives and in our relationship ever since the election was stolen and COVID and you know all the stuff that's happened, um, there's still love there. There's still a bond, but it's just fractured in so many ways. And there's an estrangement, there's a tension, there's a, a hostility that is largely unspoken now, but it still exists. And my prayer is that that will one day go away. And uh, that my, my family, that relationship will be repaired and, and restored. But it saddens me to know that, uh, that I wasn't able to do it on my own. But yet at the same time, it makes me realize that God always had a plan for me to feel that way because that was what was necessary for me to actually take that first step and to put my voice out there. And had I not done that, who knows, you know, maybe this listener's father never would have woken up or maybe he would have woken up. Maybe it would have been too late. I don't know. But all I can tell you folks is that um, I really hope that one day all of us can experience that reunification with the people that we love. I mean, we've come to love each other. We've come to be each other's family in so many ways. And we've come to understand and to realize that the definition of family is uh, a lot broader than we once thought. It's not just simply blood ties. It's not even simply the ties that you have based upon history. I think all of us have learned in this process, the limitations that are associated with those factors in a relationship that despite our history, despite the love, despite everything that we've shared together with these people in our own personal lives, the programming runs so deep that we've not been able to reach them in many cases. And who knows, maybe it's that, you know, it's that outside voice. It's that kind of objective, seemingly objective perspective of someone else that maybe get people to drop their defenses a little and open their mind, like I said. But, you know, we've all experienced this. And, um, you know, I don't really talk about it or think about it all that much anymore because I'm so busy with trying to uh, deal with everything that's going on in life. And, uh, 
stay on top of the news and produce content, put out interviews and all the things that I do for all of you. But uh, this really was a reminder. These, these chats bring me right back to where I started. And I think that's an amazingly healthy thing. It's, it always is important to remember where you came from and uh, to remember what you're fighting for, to remember what you stand for, to remember what it was that gave you the confidence and the will and the faith to step out of normie land and to start going down this path towards the truth. And everything that we've had to sacrifice along the way, I mean, it's been an unbelievable journey, an unbelievably difficult one. And were it not for one another, I'm not sure that we would have been able to sustain it. I mean, certainly things have gotten so crazy over the past few years. And like I've said before, I, I always come back to this when I get into this topic is that each of our roads, the paths that we had to travel down individually to bring us together was all part of God's plan. And he knew what we could handle. He knew his warriors before he ever put armor on us. We were tried, we were tested, but God always knew that when the chips were down, that we're fighters and that we don't give up. And, you know, I'll tell you something, folks. I don't put myself up on any pedestal. I'm, I'm a very, I'm a deeply flawed person. Just like, I think, in my view, probably all of us, if we're, uh, we have integrity, you know, we look at ourselves and we, we realize how many things we could do better at. And this was actually a, a big part of my conversation when I was on Truth Talk with Steve the other day. We were getting into this discussion about what the Great Awakening is really all about. That it's a journey, but it's not just simply a collective journey to find the truth and to achieve the justice that we so desperately crave and to build this better world. But it's, it is indeed all of those things, but at its core, in my view, the Great Awakening is about all of us doing the internal work on ourselves to become the leaders that God always intended us to be, that God always knew that we would be under the right circumstances so that we could manifest the future. Everything that I talk about in this, you know, in terms of this golden age, it's all about the people coming together and collectively unifying against the common enemy, but it's not gonna really happen until each of us acknowledge that we're all works in progress as well. And the Great Awakening is about continuing continuing to grow spiritually. And um, the suffering, all of the things that we've been through have only made us stronger. Long before we ever discovered one another. And that's an incredible reality to think about that each of us were chosen individually by our creator to be the ones that stood out. Like Jim Caviezel said, you know, we weren't born to fit in in this world. We were born to do just the opposite. We were born to stand out. We were born to be the ones that were alienated and ridiculed and isolated and mocked so that it would strengthen us because God knew that we wouldn't break. I don't think 
any of us are fully aware of how powerful we are. Because, you know, it's a natural human tendency to look at yourself and like, you know, like I was just saying, to, to realize that you're a work in progress. And it's, it's very true that this is a spiritual journey. And in order for us to get where we need to be, we all have to recognize that we have to continually work on ourselves. And yet at the same time, it's so important to celebrate how strong we are and everything that we've been through. I use the phrase against all odds very often because quite frankly, folks, when you look at this world that we were born into, every single thing about it was designed, was engineered, was programmed to lead us away from God, to weaken our faith, to damage us, to turn us into zombies, to be the sheep that we see all around us. And yet, despite all of that, against all odds, not only did we resist the matrix, not only did we resist the mainstream and stand out the way that we were supposed to, but we were honed and sharpened along the way. And this has always been God's design. And we don't grow unless we have to go through suffering, unless we have to go through pain, unless we know what it feels like to be alienated and isolated and ridiculed and mocked. And in some cases, worse. But despite all of that, none of us ever turned our back on the truth. Because we have a spirit that was given to us by God. We have a heart that simply will not accept this false reality, that will not accept deception, that will not accept evil, no matter what. And I can tell you, the first time that I realized that my belief and my faith and my passion ran so deep that I would rather die than to not stand up and fight during this moment, that changed everything for me because in the first time in my life, I realized that I had actually found something inside of myself that I was willing to sacrifice everything for that really wasn't about me. It was about humanity. Now, Martin Luther King Jr., I think, was the one who said that if a man hasn't found something that he's willing to die for, then he's not fit to live. And I can be honest with you folks, I mean, I, before I started to really awaken and, and red pill and figure out what was going on in the world, that wasn't inside of me, that type of conviction, that type of passion. But it was awakened by confronting all of this evil, by confronting these horrors. And of course, having to, tra to transcend so many obstacles in my own life, that was, those were the ingredients that turned me into the person that I am today and turned you into the person that you are today. And at this moment, right now, May 7, 2023, we sense that the world is changing, but yet we're still, for the most part, isolated. We're still, for the most part, considered to be kooks by our families, by our friends. 
we've recognized that there's been a change in their attitude, their demeanor. Things are starting to shift. We talked about that a lot during the round, uh, the last Patriot roundtable. And it's not really so much about what people are saying, but it's about what they're not saying. It's about what they're communicating through their silence, through their body language, through their lack of arrogance that we got so used to being subjected to. This idea that they're just the ones with the moral high ground and talking down to us. And while and at the same time, not having a clue what it is that they're actually defending. It was a meme that I shared on Telegram that said something along the lines of, you know, there's going to come a day in the not too distant future when so many people out there are going to be hanging their heads in shame when they realize the evil that they defended and at the same time the heroes that they denigrated. And each of us are heroes, in my opinion. All of you, anyone who has withstood the greatest attack on humanity in all of history, the biggest psyop, the most unprecedented types of fifth generational warfare, psychological attacks, coercion, ridicule, bullying, losing our jobs, losing our family, losing our friends, losing our children in some cases. I mean, it saddens me to have to admit this, but I've had so many people write me and tell me how this whole past couple of years has completely destroyed their relationship with their children. And some, in some cases, not even adult children. In some cases, we're talking, you know, people in their 20s, you know, young kids, even in their teens, I've heard, who have been so programmed by this MK Ultra prison that we were all born into that those relationships have been fractured. It's been a painful experience. But we were all chosen for this, folks. Like I say. God knew that we could take it. He knew what we would do with it. And that's how he defines his warriors. He doesn't pick perfect people. He picks people who have a heart that's aligned with his. He knows that we're flawed. He knows we're going to make mistakes. He knows that we're going to suffer along the way of this journey. But he also knows that what defines God's people is that in the face of adversity, we rise up, we transcend, we overcome. And we do that by placing our faith in him. And by extension, reaching out to one another and supporting one another and loving one another. And I, I just can't even quantify the role that this audience has played in my life, the, the void that you've filled and not even filled. I mean, it, it, at first, that's what it felt like, that, that there was this void inside of me that you were helping to fill. But at this point, it's just pouring over in abundance. It's not a void anymore. I know who I am. I know what I stand for. And I know that what I believe, the core elements of my belief are true. I know that I'm not right about everything. None of, none of us are. I do the best I can to present the truth as I see it, but I'm also very clear with people that you know I don't have any magic wand, I don't have any crystal ball, and I certainly don't have any anybody whispering 
intel in my ear that nobody else has. I just use my discernment. I look at the intel and I, I paint a picture for folks. I do the best I can. But none of this would have been possible if I had gotten what I wanted. And boy, is that true in so many different contexts of my life. I think back, and I'm sure if you think back on your own life experiences, you could probably relate to this. So many of the things that I wanted to happen, when I look at my will versus God's will, how different things would have turned out if I had gotten what I wanted. And now that I've experienced this relationship with all of you, I wouldn't change a thing. As painful as a process as it was to get here, and as, it pain, as painful as it still is, quite frankly, to know that I don't have the relationship, the relationships that I used to have, that used to mean so much to me, that were, they were literally the foundation of my life. All got washed away in this process because I chose, I exercised my free will and I decided that one way or another, for better or for worse, even if it kills me, I'm going to stand up for the truth. Because in the end, that's how I want to be remembered. That's the legacy that I want to leave behind to my children. I don't want them to someday look at me and say, Daddy, how come you didn't stand up for us? How come you didn't do anything to change the world when you saw all this evil in it? And if you want to know the truth, folks, I mean, I have two young children. And I think about the type of world that's being set up for them. And, it, and not only does it enrage me, it just it fills me up with, with sadness. And, you know... I compare that world to the world that I grew up in, that all of us grew up in. And yes, this, this evil's been around for forever. We all know that. But there was so much more of a sense of innocence. There was much, so much more of a sense of freedom. And I look, at, I look at the world that our children have to be brought up in today, and it breaks my heart. How their innocence is being taken away from them. And... There's nothing, there's nothing that I wouldn't do for my children. And so that's what it really comes down to, folks. You think I wasn't afraid to put my voice out there? You think I wasn't afraid to draw attention to myself because of fear of retribution from the deep state against my family? And these are, these are considerations that I had to make before I decided I was going to do this. I knew full well. Then on the one hand, I was putting not only myself, but my family at risk. And that's a, the primary reason why I don't show my face and I choose to stay anonymous because I, I don't underestimate this enemy. And I'm, I want to do everything that I possibly can to protect my family. But at the same time, there's a flip side to every coin. You know, the reason that so many people out there choose to not stand up is because of fear. And I realized that if I didn't stand up, and then if one day my children turned to me, or perhaps even wondered after I was gone, you know, what did you do? Why didn't you stand up for us? Why didn't you fight for us? 
when we couldn't fight for ourselves. And that's what this is all about, folks. That's what this great awakening, this whole journey, this war against evil. If it's about anything, it's about standing up for those who can't stand up for themselves. And that's how I want to be remembered. And that's how all of you want to be remembered. That's heroic. We decided that we were going to turn our backs on fear. And we were going to confront this evil. We're going to confront this enemy. You know, at a certain point in a man's life and a woman's life, you realize you're not going to live forever. And that there's no guarantees for tomorrow. And that you only really get one opportunity. You get one shot. Now, who knows? There's a whole conversation to be had about reincarnation and souls coming back and having a human experience. I'm certainly not suggesting that that's not true. But in this life, based upon what we know, there's only one opportunity for us to do what's right. To make a decision about how we want to exercise our free will in this world and what we want to side with, what we want to defend, what we want to stand for. And that decision, you get to that point, you get to that crossroads. And for me, I realized, I mean, I don't want to die. I like my life and I love my family and my children. But at the end of the day, I need to do what's right. I need to be able to look at myself in the mirror and to know that I did something with all that passion in my heart. I did the very best that I could to try to change this world, to contribute. None of us can do it on our own, of course. But making that decision and realizing that there are some things that are so important that not even the threat of death is enough to dissuade you. When you get to that point, folks, it changes everything. And you start to walk through that fear. And you realize that God is protecting you. You realize that God is leading you. You know that there aren't any guarantees. And every single day, you know, I, I get on my knees and I pray to God. And there is no prayer that's more important than him keeping a hedge of protection around my family. I mean, I even tell God, if I have to be the one that doesn't make it, then so be it. But please protect my family. Let my children see a better world. Let my children see the world that I'm fighting for, for them. Because even if I don't make it, I know they're going to look back and they're going to be proud of what their daddy stood for. It's just, uh, it's an incredible blessing. And to share it with all of you, it's made all the difference in my life, folks. 
this world that we're building is going to be so different from the one that we woke up in today. And every single day that passes, I renew my faith, I renew my hope, and I ultimately renew my resolve to continue to fight for what's right, to continue to stand up for truth and justice and honesty and transparency to the, ber- to the very best of my ability. Because that is the most important thing in life. So hopefully you folks enjoyed this coffee chat. I'm going to keep it relatively short today because I do have some things that I have to do, but I just want to close with this final message to each one of you. When you look at yourselves in the mirror, when you think about everything in your life that's happened and all that it took for you to get to where you are, Hopefully you see what I see, even though I haven't seen many of your faces and you haven't seen mine. We know each other's energy. We know each other's spirit. We can sense that we're all on the same frequency. When you look at yourself in the mirror, you should see a hero because that is indeed what you are. And remember That as we enter into this storm, because it's coming, folks, you all know it. None of us know exactly how it's going to unfold. We don't know what the key event sequence is going to be. We don't know on what date we're going to hear the EBS. We don't know necessarily what the scare event is going to be or how long it's going to go on. These are all unanswered questions. But one thing we know at a spiritual level and can sense at a spiritual level is that indeed this moment is coming. And this is going to be the defining moment in all of our lives. And we are going to be propelled and compelled and turned to by our fellows as leaders. We're going to be transformed in an instant. And instinctually, all of us, intuitively, all of us are going to know that that moment has arrived and God has activated all of his soldiers. He's already activated us, folks. But he's been putting us through a training process. And when this happens, we're going to know exactly what the purpose of our life is and has always been. We're going to be the ones... They're going to rewrite the history books. We're going to be the ones that for thousands and thousands of years are going to be remembered as those who stood up for humanity in its darkest hour and decided that they were going to put everything on the line the same way that our ancestors did when they fought for their independence and they stood up against tyranny. They recognized that future generations were more important, that they had to change the world. They had to be the ones to take action in order to secure the future that they wanted, not just for their children, but for their children's children and for all of humanity. We are one human family. We all are connected. We all share the same passion. We all share the same heart. 
that is controlled and protected by our Father in heaven. God bless each and every one of you. Keep your head up high, hold the line, and keep the faith. And I promise you, folks, our day is coming. And this world is going to change. And it's going to be a golden age, the likes of which none of us can fully even appreciate. God is getting ready to move on behalf of humanity, and we are his soldiers. All right, everyone, hopefully you enjoyed this podcast, this coffee chat today. I certainly enjoyed sharing my thoughts with you, so please let me know in the comments if you resonated with my thoughts and my words today. It always continually fuels my passion, as I say. And like I said, folks, make sure you click on the links in the description to support my work. Become a patron. Get access to my work, my first access to all of my new work, and also access to the Patriot Chats, chat number two. It's going to be coming up on the 20th, like I said, May 20th from 8 to 10 p.m. So click on that link, become a patron, become a part of this, folks. I'm telling you, these conversations are life-changing. They're truly special. And I want to share that with as many people out there as I possibly can. Make sure you also check out patriotunderground.shop and pick up an item or two. Great quality products, very affordably priced. This also helps me move in that direction. Also want to remind folks of the companies that I've partnered with. This is another way you can support my work, but really more importantly, support you and your family. And of course, you always hear me talk about patriotswitch.com slash patriotunderground, the best household and personal products you can buy. An absolute no-brainer, a company that gives you the opportunity to take your money out of the big box conglomerates and put it into the pockets of a company that supports the same causes and is fighting ultimately the same war, they're aligned with us. You might as well shop at the good guys if you're going to buy these products anyway to support your life, to support your family, to keep your house clean. Not only that, they have the best beef, literally the best beef on the market right now, the best essential oils, the best supplements. I mean, it just goes on and on. PatriotSwitch.com slash Patriot Underground. Click that link, folks. Start your journey today. And then finally, I haven't really talked today about the economy. I'm actually going to have Dr. Scott Young on the show tomorrow. And he's pretty much an expert in Nassara and Jassara. And he's talked a lot about so many of the financial issues that we're facing. And I'm also going to be getting Jim Willie back on the show pretty soon. We're still trying to iron out a date. But These are just two examples of individuals that I've had on my show who have underscored where we're headed in terms of the banking collapse. We all understand, folks, it's continually happening day after day. More and more banks are collapsing. And at the end of the day, everybody is going to be running for the exits at the same time. So you might as well do the smart thing and roll over your 401k, your IRA into gold-backed assets. This is a no-brainer as well, as far as I'm concerned. Bare minimum, I mean, I think people should be getting out of the stock market altogether. I have, but bare minimum, I'm, well, certainly I have, I have some assets that are still in stocks, but a very, very small amount compared to what I used to have. Um, people should be diversifying bare minimum. 
I know a lot of people out there who have just said the hell with the stock market and they've gotten out completely and they're backing everything that they have with gold and silver, which I think is probably the smartest move. But if you want to not have all your eggs in one basket and you want to diversify folks, this is an absolutely golden, <laughs> no pun intended, golden opportunity to do exactly that. This is one of the best companies out there in the business. I've had so many people already fill out the form. It's just a brief form that you fill out and my team contacts you and then they take it from there and they explain the whole process. It's relatively easy to do. And it's probably the best financial decision you're ever gonna make. I mean, none of us really know what the QFS is gonna look like, what Nasara and Desara is really gonna mean. We all have our own theories and ideas, but the truth is folks, in the face of uncertainty, it's always wise to do, to make the prudent move. And backing your assets with gold and silver is exactly that. It's been proven over and over historically to be a great store of wealth. And I happen to believe in so many of my guests and so many great financial experts out there, people who tell the truth, happen to believe that gold and silver are going to skyrocket as soon as this market collapse happens and it's getting closer every day. So don't waste any time, folks. PatriotUndergroundGold.com. Click that link today. Get the process started because time is short and time is of the essence. All right, everyone. Thank you so much for listening. God bless and Godspeed. Like I said, I'll be back tomorrow with Dr. Scott Young. But until then, Patriot out.